Welcome to Evolution Revolution with Dulcinea. It's number 13th. Season's greetings to all. Offer kindness and joy to a time for connection and for love. Evolution Revolution is focused on the listeners' intuitive and balanced information that information both personally and globally. Ultimately, raising the consciousness. Thank you for joining the show this evening, wherever you may be listening. I am a metaphysician, clairvoyant, and clairaudient intuitive, public speaker, leader, and spiritual teacher. I am honored to have on the show revolutionary author and spiritual teacher, Dr. Lisa Love. Thank you so tonight, Lisa. We're honored to have you. Hi, Delphine. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. So Dr. Lisa Love offers 25 years of experience in psychology and she has used this vast understanding to help her integrate how various spiritual disciplines interface with the soul, mind, body. And she holds five degrees and including an up-and-coming completion of a PhD Transpersonal Psychology. Dr. Love has previously been a relationship advisor.com, a syndicated columnist in several magazines, and hosted three programs interviewing authors and focusing on how spirit interfaces in our lives. Her meditation experience and her Christian faith are to powerfully integrate the truth from many teachings, ultimately creating insights and mystical wisdom that have been unveiled in Beyond the Spiritual Power and the Law of Attraction. Love's recent book release, Beyond the Secret, offers valuable insight about using the law as a tool to develop divinely inherent spirituality that redirects from consumption to service and contribution, offering permission and to truly make a difference on the earthly plane. Lisa, please share your for this great, great piece of art. Well, thank you so much. What that was. <laughs> <laughs> well, wonderful. Well deserved. <laughs> thank you to all the listeners out there and appreciate you tuning in. And I'm looking forward to information about the law of attraction beyond the secret. Wonderful. So in this book, you are creating some really important points for individuals who are on their spiritual path and who take the law of attraction as it's been presented in the very famous The Secret, really bring those principles into one's life. However, you add a new... What is that, Lisa? Well, as the listeners that are already familiar with the law of is basically the idea that you attract what you think and what you feel you tend to the universe. As listeners that already know about it, they are aware that the law of attraction, it's like a genie in the bottle, and you rub the lamp, and that genie is going to give you whatever you want when it comes. And it doesn't ask you what kind of person you are. And so when the secret talked about the law of attraction, my 
was that people understand that the true secret isn't knowing how to use the law of attraction, the wish. The secret, in my opinion, is knowing how, uh, what for and what kind of person to be when you're doing the wishing, hopefully coming from your spiritual self instead of your Yes, it's as if you're bringing conscious manifestation. It's becoming not just manifestation, but conscious manifestation. Or as I was thinking perspective, it's ethical manifestation. <laughs> and what so, makes ability to identify with the oneness of all people and the oneness of this planet. You know, we're at the time of Christmas and we're at the time of everybody shopping and everybody thinking about what they want. There's nothing wrong with thinking about what you want. We have a certain level that we need to take. But I believe that the ultimate motivation is not what we're here to get. It's what we're here to give. Christmas ideally was about the spirit of giving. And beyond that, if you talk about holidays, Hanukkah and Kwanzaa, et cetera. And, and I'll speak in a moment about what all those are about. But Christ, Christian tradition was about the Christ being born in the heart of people, the feeling of oneness with everybody. And Bill Smea, I'll tell you something that's so fascinating. I don't know this. But, you know, you have lights going on all over the place. Probably a lot of you have already put up your Christmas lights, your Kwanzaa lights, whatever. They're all festivals of light. Well, the earth closest to the sun around January 5th. And so this is literally, in fact, the Earth's perihelion or the time where light reaches the Earth more than the year from the sun. And so what is that light that's being born? Hopefully that light is of community, a feeling of connectedness. And when we have that, the way we use the law of attraction to change, and that's one of the big messages of my book. Yes, and I find that so fascinating at the beginning of a new year it's like a new time for all of us to begin anew that clear the new beginnings and we all make our new year's resolutions and of course nature facilitates that so <laughs> and i like to say in some ways that my book is very revolutionary i want to be a revolutionary part and, and that is we... how i introduced you <laughs> yay and yay! and that's because we have a massive shift i think that we need on this planet and use the law of attraction to help us do that is to start to say is it really the the way to go in the future 0.6 billion people to simply think about and this is the season of giving as well simply think about how much stuff they want to get in the coming year is it really to continue to be high intensity consumers I'm not saying don't consume I'm just saying High intensity consumers for all 6.6 billion people. When we have the rain continually being depleted, we have over 1,000 species a day on this planet due to uh, mass consumption, which is the number one reason, according to the movie 11th Hour. It isn't CO2 emissions from cars, it's the massive consumption that's going on. Mom had a wonderful habit. I'm from Michigan, and I miss my white Christmas here in San Diego. I miss that. But I, I, I only like it for a little bit. Then I still like coming back to San Diego. But she had a springtime, but it's a good tradition at any time. And that is just go through your house. And I mean everything. This would be a wonderful ritual this time of year. And ask yourself, 
if you haven't used it in five years, and that's pretty generous, I'm saying five years, if you haven't used it in five years, it doesn't give you joy when you look at it, how about giving it away to somebody that could really benefit from it? I think that would be a wonderful holiday tradition. Before we off, how about if we look at what we already have and if it doesn't fill you with joy or really want still, then use what I call the law of repulse in my book, Beyond the Secret Attraction, and get rid of it so you can clear the space for great new energy in your life. A wonderful, wonderful tradition if we would all do that this time of year. Yes, completely agree. And I think to bring in the new, it's essential to release the old, in particular, it's like when in doubt, throw it out. <laughs> That's my motto and everyone in my life that they fear me if I come to clear or help them clear or move because I throw almost everything. I can get this again. Oh, you really didn't need that. <laughs> I use my level of conscious discernment in the process, and in the end they all laugh at me at what their items are missing and such because it is important to just and let go and use, like you mentioned, the law of repulsion. So tonight we're talking with Dr. author of The On the Secret, Spiritual Power and the Law of Attraction is www.drlisalove.com. Please check out that website. It is rich, rich with resources and information. Information surrounding the book. You can sign up for her latest blog and get some and tools and information and hear what Lisa has to say. She also has coaching programs, particularly a 90-day challenge to a better the next one starts January 15, 2008. Sign up, sign up. Resolution. And in that program, she teaches the 10-step process that's in just a really important tool for you to help manifest in a more efficient way. She also offers two e-books on the site that support the premise of the book. One e-book on meditation and another on films that are empowering life also is available an audio that is another free eight-minute meditation has been so awesome to offer her soul to spirit radio show archives a, a few of her favorite archive shows including one of with Doreen Virtue spirituality and they're available there so please go on and upload her and in addition to all that great information she gives some great free her whole first chapter is on there. It's an excerpt from Beyond the Spiritual Power and the Law of Attraction. She also offers her free subscription to month. She has the free peace audio meditation and daily meditation. Great tool. Three mini email courses, Live Well, Romance, and Setting Goals are the theme. So please be sure to go on there, explore that. Again, that's www drlisalove.com and I must congratulate you Lisa your book is in after only two weeks of being released yes congratulations it is and, uh, and the front tables of Mouse Barnes and Noble the first of the year but of course you can always pick it up as well you, yes, know, you yes. mentioned the 10 steps in my book and I like my that we, we've talked a little bit about the holiday season in terms of Kwanzaa and Christmas and, and 
festival of lights. But as you mentioned, this is also the new year when we're making our resolutions. And people are thinking and using the law of attraction because they're wondering, what do I want to attract this coming year? Process. I've broken those 10 steps into acronyms, one, two, and three. The one step has to do with orient towards spirit, negate the ego, and engage the soul. Before you start your wishing process, consider how can you make only to yourself this year, but a better contribution? Let's start with what matters to most of us, your friends. What do they really need from you? What are you really here to contribute to them? That's the part I call how can you draw out from inside of you the best of yourself so that you make the contribution, those wonderful spiritual talents that you're here so that they blossom and grow this year? That would be a wonderful thing if you could just accomplish this entire year and start to visualize around that. You know, it's nice to have to think about, well, I want a, a house or I want the car or I want some new furniture. I want etc. But if you're not using your talents, if you're not living your life to the fullest, that you, we all know what that's like. I've done it too. It's like satisfying for like a day or two. And then we're like, ho-hum, ho-hum. So none of that is as rewarding as coming from your purpose. You're coming from what's deep inside of you and you're actualizing a man. And so for those of you listening out there, that is something I want you to get on fire about. I want you to get past so that you start to think about your New Year's resolution, you know, lose weight, like a big one, quit smoking, lose weight, those kinds of things. I'd, I'd rather we change it around to be the star, no matter how you are. I just think, you know, the sexiest thing on the planet is confident dating advisor. And I cannot tell you how many people I heard from, and I tell you, a confident person entering the room noticed, and people go, wow, they got juice, and what is that in them that is so and I got to figure that out. So instead of I got to wait, which maybe you want to do, just focus on sexy you, and that's going to help you. I think uh, use the law of attraction in the positive way, and manifest. Hey, how can I how can I be the sexy me that I am? Woo hoo! You know, and it doesn't even matter whether you close. And and you'll find as you continue that each and every day, whatever it is, each and every day, take you're going to get there the whole way. That's part of what my book is about. I agree, and I really got. It's, it really validated my process, and it was so parallel to so many experiences that I, the stories you have in there. They just made me laugh and gave me flashbacks of my own um, process to really discern with manifestation because, you know, inherently I was very gifted this understanding as a young child. So at 11, year old, 11 years old, I thought, you know, hey, hair. I saw this girl on TV, and I really wanted her hair. Well, by 16 years old, I had this hair understanding of what I had created, but it was my ability to manifest with time. You know, in college, I, you know, thought I'm going to manifest PhD school. I don't want to go get a master's. I'm just going to, that's just what I want to manifest. So I manifested it and it all happened. And then I was like, go. I just wanted to know I could do it. And I thought, what are you doing? Like, what's this process of learning to discern manifestation in a conscious way, in a way that me as an individual and my, like, in quote, quote, unquote, could be selfish desires in for my life, which was leaving me completely empty, or what I learned to 
to manifest in a way that serves the higher good of me and all and creation of all of humanity increasing whether they want to be a part of it or not it's just a natural we're all one and so i thought wow this is so validating reading your book that reiterate conscious creation using the law of attraction it of service just really taking the spiritual techniques that allow you to desire but coming from the the purpose the mission the reason that you were spirit to serve humanity and that is so commendable and that is definitely revelation <laughs> thank you so much and there's a couple things along those lines you know i haven't even I've totally blotted out my ego, and I'm not sure it's possible because I'm always going to have some level of individuality. I experience myself at one with other people. But there's a couple ways to know when my ego is tricky. One of those ways is fear. I write in my book that the ego is based primarily the fear of loss. So if you are afraid of losing your attraction, your health, or losing your job, or whatever, you might start to want to attract things that aren't totally great. So you're going to go out and you're going to buy a lot of sexy clothes and you're going to get out dressing in a way to attract the attention of others and then you may not know what to do with it. Or you And in my research on wealth and spirituality, most lottery winners lose all their money and most lose it by the third generation. What is that about? It's because they do not understand money that they attract and so they feel overwhelmed. So if we're just attracting stuff from the outside, feel better so we don't have to feel that fear well guess what it's not going to last or that deeper joy and the other thing with the ego is what i call the see me game in my book and that is basically narcissistic and again some of that's good you know it's good to get noticed and to get some but the problem when it becomes narcissism is we not only are you know other people to notice us we just wear them out with it it's like see how intelligent i am well maybe but other people get sick and tired of hearing about it all the time because you're not making any space for their entire beauty, for their gifts, or see how miserable and horrible my life is. Well, you know, there's probably some things in your life that are difficult, and I myself really am, but you're not alone. And so when you expand your consciousness, there's a wonderful story of a lady, and she actually had physical disability. And the way she got out of her misery, Across the border into Mexico, it's real close, as most of you know, in, in, in the San Diego. She crossed the border and she started doing good things for other people. And it was a challenge for her to do that each and every day. But she felt better and better and better because she saw the children, she saw the lives that she was touching, the hearts that she was opening, and it gave her life again. And so, no matter what your circumstances, if you could just go out and give even though you don't feel like it, just give them a smile. There's these people that sell newspapers, and some of these men are just, they crack me up. They're so amazing. They're like, hi, how you doing? How you doing? My grumpy days, too, so I might go out of the house a little grumpy, and I say, hi, how you doing? How you doing? The next thing you know, I'm in a good mood. I think what a blessing to give to other people. So can't we, uh, uh, or I encourage try and do that as well. And then we move out of our ego, and we move out of its constant need to ourselves and not be aware of the beauty of life and the gift that other people have 
and every day if we open our hearts and minds to it. So true, so true. As you story, it really <clears throat> took me back to my initial stages in my late college, trying to figure out how to integrate service in my life. And, you know, I was doing community research, so I thought that was a thing. <clears throat> but it wasn't really meeting my spirit's needs in its fullest way. And so I thought I was going to take nature pictures, which is one of my passions, mm-hmm. and I was going to make and take these nature pictures to the people, the um, elderly homes. You know, those there are many days, those convalescent homes, where they really, a lot of them can't get out, and they, so they really don't care anymore like they used to. And I wrote messages like, shine your light. You know, you are the light of the world. Just messages surrounding light. And I would do when I was in the worst places. So when I was in, like, those dark places through the okay, today I don't know how I'm supposed to make it. Like, there's too many things on my plate. I've over I'm out of balance. <laughs> and it was like, how how do you deal with this? And so it would be like, well, you know, if you to others, everything will become clear. Very and nice. you feel so much joy. Good. You won't even, like, when you leave there, you'll be so back to the truth of who you are. You'll be on. Right, and, right. Very and, good, and, very good. Just, it, yeah, it just takes me right back to, like, this really matters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a spirit having an earthly experience. <laughs> right. It's it, very good. It's that spiritual abundance. And, and the ego is afraid of loss, and so it wants to make sure before it goes it has loss the ego story but the story from spirit is i already have it all you know i've i've i didn't write this in my book but i did on my blog that when you identify with such thing as a law of attraction it doesn't exist why because the spirit you already are everything have everything it's only the ego and our time and space and our limited awareness and all that don't know i don't have everything and so it keeps living this delusion that it needs stuff to feel good and yet that's not the way that we ultimately feel good unlike what was written at the end of the secret dvd when in the sand it's written i believe we feel good by doing good which came from roger walsh who endorsed has written the books paths beyond ego and essential spirituality and that's where i phrase from with that phrase for many years feel good by doing good and that's what you were showing to our listeners and in your life, and all of us know that you ha- you're feeling miserable. Here's here's an exercise I got. Try, it's going to just crack you up. I got this from a meditation teacher once. Crack me up. You're in a. You wake up and you're just like, oh my god, I have to live this day. Well, instead of staying in that, do you're going to jump out of bed with as much energy as you can, and you're just going to throw your arms. Yahoo! Little publicity for that particular website, but at the same time. Who I, I I guarantee you're gonna crack up every time I do it. I'm like, oh my god! I that. Once I had my son run into the room. What's up? What's going on? <laughs> you know, yeah. gosh. So just kind of and throwing your arms up is important because that throws your energy up. You know how fast you can get yourself out of a bad mood by simply a and this is basic law of putting yourself in that feel good space that it can be a good day and getting yourself out. Of but beyond that, then, beyond the secret, after you do that Yahoo, say, 
help today? Who needs my help? And maybe you don't feel like it because you wish somebody for a change, but if you, just like those um, guys that are passing out the newspapers, they're there because they're on uh, it's like probation or they're getting out of a drug problem or something like that. So much joy, you can see it in their faces because instead of thinking of all their problems, other people have smile and they get so many smiles back. And they the get human connected. Feeling connected with spirit, with spiritual energy to the Yahoo. You are here alive. Sometimes I've said, God, why am I still alive? You know, I've had some of those days too. Why am I still alive? Because I'm here to give something. Not to get something, I'm here to give something. So I just get, I get going and I think about how can I help? Who can I serve? And that's a wonderful way to give you spiritual abundance, guaranteed, no matter what kind of material abundance you have. You may have the material abundance of an ocean, or you may have the material abundance of a puddle. And I've had had a lot of wealth a couple times, and I've lived puddle experiences a few times in my life as well. I believe that the ultimate lesson isn't how much water or money you have, how good you can still feel about yourself and how you can stay true to your spiritual values and how burst out of your heart and burst out of your life no matter what the circumstances. That is the true message of this holiday season as well. Peace on earth, goodwill comes from the desire to be a peace bringer and to give goodwill to those. Yes, yes. And you know, in your book, Beyond the Secret, Spirit of Attraction, you make three main points. And, and it, it goes back to what you now, and the first was that, you know, understanding what spirit wants for you in this lifetime, you know, it, 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 I think that that first main point you really bring about through the essential part of the book, which is really allowing one to get in touch with their spirit, you to understand what spirit wants as you get in touch. So it gives you, you actually provide step tools for people to help understand in this lifetime. What I find is so beneficial is, you know, I do uh, clairvoyance, and one of the things Spirit has offered me it, along this path is I come into indigo. I myself am highly characterized by the indigo. Um, and so it seems like I get these children who are indigos. Well, one of the things, including myself, is this deep need to serve. You don't you don't even know where, you don't know when, you don't know where you're going to get the money to do I had this since I was like mm, six years old, seven years old, consciously. And it was like, my mom, how we could serve. My grandpa would take me out to the Christmas things and we'd distribute gifts. I have to initiate that. I would start little clubs where we could give our old clothes to the poor people because I was a leader. So I always had this just inherent need to serve. But I how was I supposed to make this a part of like my whole life like when you grow up and I think that you do a really great point of helping someone explore with themselves so then they can understand what spirit wants for them in this lifetime so they can manifest consciously and live that spirit balanced life I think that's the first main point of the book and you did just, just did such an excellent job and I, I want 
to know if that's what they're looking for, go get this book. You can get it at www.com. You can get it at www.bn, Barnes & Noble. Or if you don't have access to the Internet, you can always call the publisher directly at Hampton Roads Public at 1-800-766-89. That's 8009. <clears throat> you know, the second main um, out of the book, Lisa, was that really beneficial, as we've been talking about, to use the law to gain insight into yourself and destiny. So it's just really finding out how to the fact that you are first, you are a spirit, and that you are your own abundant supply can manifest infinitely as you in your higher spirit, in your higher self. That's the conscious manifestation that you, again, take the reader through. Step. How do you go around the mind? How do you listen to the spirit? You know, and one part of the so profound for me, I thought, oh, gosh, if only I'd had this going through my process a few years ago into my feelings mm-hmm. and you offer these eight feelings anger jealousy fear confusion happiness and joy and you give a little what the emotion represents within oneself for example the need to embrace a transitory pleasure to absorb it fully so it's you know, to fully embrace the pleasure and, and relish in it. Jealousy is based on the need to feel more secure and assured that you have your own value and place in the world. And so, you know, when we're going through these experiences, who we are in our higher self as a spiritual being, the, the greatest block you know, through your 25 years of your journey, and as I know through my, my journey as well, years is with wisdom do I have yet but you know in my brief journey I just feelings and the emotions that I encounter become my brick walls and then to learn to get around those brick walls instead of trying to keep running into them (laughs) I think that a lot of law of attraction books that are popular out there deal with and I deal with as well slightly different twist from my psycho spiritual training on it and that is you know really popular for a long time. There was affirmations going on in the 1980s when I was out there was using this. And I started to realize that it's not enough just to affirm something. Like you can say, I am my perfect weight loss so much here. Maybe I could do a different thing, but I guess it's the New Year's and that's what a lot of people are focused mm-hmm. on. So much between Thanksgiving and Christmas. So you say, all right, I am my perfect weight. And yet you look, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think so. And that's the feeling level. And so a lot of it- like the Hicks and Michael Lozier, who wrote the book Law of Attraction, and uh, he was somebody that I to help promote his book years ago. Um, they really had this good innovation. Not enough to think it, you have to feel it. You have to get in the feeling vibration of it. But one of the difficulties that is some of these books act as if there's good feelings and bad feelings. To use the Law of Attraction correctly, they say, is to kind of get rid of those out of those bad feelings so we can get into the good feelings. And my take on the fact that I wrote a book, which I'm getting ready to put back out as an e-book called Emotional Mastery, I wrote 
weeks ago, is that there's no good and bad feelings. So just as you were reading there, Dulcinea, have a message. That's all they are. You wouldn't, I, I say you wouldn't cut off emotional mastery, but I said you cut off your ears or your eyes or your nose or your mouth or your arms or something. Function. Well, that's the same with your feelings. You're not there to get rid of one. In my opinion, you're insight into what its intention is, and that's where I had listed in that tap into your feelings and the dulcinea. Um, if we can just understand, like anger, what's anger here? Saying, oh, I shouldn't be angry. I say when I get angry, uh-oh, what's anger about? Anger is about I feel boundaries and I'm not feeling respected and valued. And so then it's like, okay, well, what do I protect my boundary to make sure that the other person respects it correctly, you know, like if it's a stranger trying to violate you or something like that, you know, how do you protect your boundary and encourage other people to respect you? And a lot of that is by learning how to get people the way you want to be treated. And we teach other people how to treat us. And I, I just have about anger today. And, um, you know, so I was asking her not just to focus on but how she, what, what she really wanted, how she wanted the other person to treat her strategized how to get to that. How do we get that other person to treat her that way? Or like I say in my highlight the negative in others, sometimes we can't cope with it, deem or work with it. Sometimes we just have to walk away from it. So, you know, that's a way of anger. You can also say, okay, I'm feeling can I cope with it? Can I redeem it? Or do I just have to get out of here? And, you know, why spend time on it? Take your immune system and those other things. So learning to understand what each feeling has work with it effectively, then helps the thought move through the manifest into the action so you can create what you really want in your life. Yes, and that's a point, and, and I've really had to learn to do that. <clears throat> and the way that I personally have done that is through journaling. <clears throat> so I use a lot of journaling to really move through the emotions, and then I'm very clairvoyant, so I get things. And then I'm able to discern, and so that's how my, you know, my process worked but it's been very challenging to figure out my own pattern your tool that information to come right in so that's just really a blessed situation that's a wonderful thing says Dulcinea the journaling and um, that's something else that I encourage great book on that from when I was trained in journaling called Beyond a Journal Workshop or not Beyond a Journal got my own book title in there Beyond the Secret (laughs) at, at a journal workshop it teaches you many different ways to use journaling. It's a wonderful book. So yes, it can it just insight into who one is, you know, during that spirit exploration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And for me, it gave me clues about where, how I wanted to serve as well. In my book, the soul, and the way I use the soul is that it is the bridge between the spirit and souls has many qualities, but one primary quality is love and compassion. So you can also use have that in my book as well. You can kind of put a line down the middle of a page, or you can do it like a blog where the soul is talking and the ego is talking. And you can do that with a feeling. You can say sorrow, and sorrow is talking to the soul. So I'll just sorrow says, you know, oh my gosh, I don't know where I'm going to be spending the holiday. I feel so lonely this time of year. And then the soul could say to you, kind of an intuitive process. 
well, is there a way that you could reach out to other people? And Sarah could say, I don't know because I don't even So could say, well, you could go to um, one of those places where they help feed the home with other people. And Sarah could say, well, I'm afraid that would only make me feel more depressed. Well, so what if you just go out and smile to 10 people today and get smiles back and on and on and on. You know, Dulcinea, because you do it so much. It's it's an intuitive kind of process. You just don't sense Just allow it to unfold and see if this soul can use its love and other qualities to lift your ego and that emotion out of the fear, like the fear that I'm all alone and nobody cares about me. If you're not alone. There are other people out there this holiday time of year do, how can you reach out to them and how can you attract them to reach out to you? That's a particular way that you can use that journaling and feeling process. Yes, and you know, you're talking about reaching out. You know what I find, and this, this goes directly with the point of service that I feel you've kind of brought in through the Beyond the Secret book, is when you don't just do anything, like just go serve anywhere. And that's one of my greatest tips for like they go, okay, well, I've just found my spirit and, and I get this like almost, they, they come into my chair and they say, you know, I've just, I just got an enlightenment ranging from, you know, 70 to in their 70s. And I don't, I don't know what to do. And it's like, okay, well, do you like children? Do you like elders? Do you like dogs? Do you like, you know, shopping? Like, what do you really like? Okay. And then, and then they start to find out, okay, well, I really like this. Okay, great. We'll start to, start to, opportunities for you to give in that arena and that may not be your answer but token of who you are and how you want to serve in that experience and then in the next come more confident with yourself as a spirit you'll become more confident with your ability with the law of attraction in a spirit sense because you've taken the risk and taken faith to go put yourself in a service place not really knowing outcome is going to be. It's just being completely detached from the outcome, but knowing your ultimate goal is sanity or make, to make some impact upon some living being or um, people through an organization, however it feels right for you. So I think and, and taking the beyond the secret it from that you've presented in beyond going out and doing them through service, they can really maximize what you've presented and then make a difference in their community or, or whatever arena they find to contribute in. That's very good. And, again, I mentioned the talents. This comes from, I was raised in the Christian tradition, even though I'm interfaith now. And, you know, there's a Christian tradition that Jesus is uh, saying that God gives five talents, the word they used back then, but they're basically coins back then. But the word talents important for us so five talents or coins to one person, two talents to the second person, and one talent to the third. The man with the five talents invests wisely and comes back with five more talents, and God goes basically and blesses him. And the guy with two talents comes back and with two more, and God says, good job, and blesses him. But the man with one talent, and here's the key word, is afraid. He loses money. So he buries it in the ground, and he comes back to God with only one talent, and God is 
him. And that used to really puzzle me. Why is God upset with the guy, man, you know? And so God takes his talent. And I thought, oh, unfair is that? You know, God only has one talent. His talent is taken away. And he gives it to the man. And I think, oh, that guy doesn't need that. Else, why is he getting it? Because the moral of the story is we're here. Saying, Dulcinea, we're here to use our talents and to multiply them, benefit from them. We're not here to be afraid or to feel that we don't and to bury it in the ground so nobody benefits from it. Each of us has a multitude of talents. And just as you're saying, Dulcinea, in my book, it's our responsibility to find those talents, big or small, it doesn't matter, and to use them in the world. Very important. And I think you find, I'm sure you can validate that you find true joy in this service. It's like even if you're not serving, it's like like you mentioned that smile to the newspaper gentleman. That's a form of just connection. And it's just like so rewarding in the heart. It's wonderful. You know, you remind me, Telsonay, this is the time of year when the Scrooge story, the Christmas carol, been done in so many different versions is on too and isn't that the basic message of that movie that there's this guy hoarding everything you know he's attracted lots of stuff and you know here's that are, are needy and that he could simply do a little bit of kindness and uh, he basically finds out that the true spirit of Christmas giving as well uh, that's the spiritual use of the law of attraction again and so we've been this message from my book in all kinds of ways for you know at least years probably but in the in the media you know at least a hundred or a couple hundred came out with that tale and we're given that message this time of year and we need to hear it again small acts of kindness those random small acts of kindness you do that can make such a huge difference in people's lives and so going out and doing a little that every day can make you feel really good as well. And you know, on your website, www.drlisalove.com, and the, there's a link there, and it's prayershrine.com. You can just go to the web and connect that way. And it offers you the opportunity. Well, Lisa, I'll let you share. It's just impressed with this great tool that helps people spiritually manifest for themselves in a very powerful way and very effortless, which is a beautiful thing. So pleased that the prayer shrine is back. This was something that was on the Soul to Spirit website. Time is the third largest spirituality, health, and healing, personal growth website on the Internet. Shrine was one of our most popular features, along with the um, huge prayers that we had. And I'm hoping to put those that directory of prayers back up at the prayer shrine. But the prayer shrine is tool, you simply post a prayer on there, and a candle will come up and a beautiful uh, little holder, and the prayer is viewed before your candle burns out and disappears. And so it's a chance for everybody to action together. So you, and it has to be 50 unique views, that's the way it's been but I need to send a blessing to my ex-husband, William Anderson, for having volunteered own inspiration to put the prayer shrine back up. So thank you so much for that. Uh, but it's a wonderful 
to make sure that 50 people can see your prayer, and hopefully what they're also doing is pray for your prayer comes through. And so that's it's just it's fun, isn't it, Dulcinea? Isn't it? <laughs> and I love it. You know, I was so thrilled, and I thought I'm one. I'm very practical. You know, I mean, but I also went to at, through the academics, and I was a researcher in biology and psychology. So, like, how? I'm really great with like, you know, what's good, but like, tell me how. So when I website, it's like, okay, she's giving people a way of how to actually put into action prayer shrine, but through the coaching program and through the blogs and through the free meditations, as I had mentioned. So, you know, I commend you again for being so revolutionary in being a verb instead of a noun. Thank you. things into action. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. And, and again, you can prayershrine.com if you like, or you can, as you already said, go through drlisalove.com and get uh, I would just It's a free thing. It's totally free, everybody. So just use it to your list. Just, just everybody pray, pray, pray. Post your prayers and pray for the other people that are on there. Just doing the law of attraction. And this is another way that I think is so cool to use the law of attraction. Instead of thinking about what you can attract to yourself, think about what you can attract to others. You don't want to, you know, attract something. Oh, this is so funny. Once upon a time, that I mentioned, William Anderson, that I used to be married to, I was just talking about the law of attraction. To manifest for him $150,000 a year. Well, guess what? I did. But guess what? <laughs> he thought that was too overwhelming. You know, it was like, oh my gosh, it's too high of a position. And so I really learned a hard lesson that one. I mean, I visualized this thing, but I never asked him, hey, do you want it? So don't attract to other people stuff that they don't want unless it's health and happiness, etc. But um, wouldn't it be great if we were more concerned about? Law of attraction benefiting others instead of just ourselves and using it to in people's lives. So, you know, it's a really popular idea to do a vision board. And this is the end of the year. Listeners to think about doing one. I did one at the beginning of the year, and it's amazing how much of that is starting to come true. It has come true. And um, so what you do is you get a bunch of cutouts, magazine clippings, pictures of your auditory, get words, stuff like that. You can put tactile stuff on there if you want heels and stickers and stuff like that and and just create your vision of what you want and now here's another thing you can do get a group of people together and you all create the vision and give your vision to somebody else to affirm or to pray over use the law of attraction or or get the whole group of you if you're going to start a law of attraction group there's a lot of law of attraction get your whole group to constantly help support each other to manifest Together, there's so much more strength in that because there's a lot more power in group mind, individual mind, unless that individual mind is filled with a lot of spiritual power. And even there, a lot of a lot of spiritual power has even more power to manifest. So hopefully spiritually. So I think that's a great year to use vision boards or to have a New Year's Eve party. You know, instead of blitz and you know the ritual of well, like a lot of people, let's get blitzed and pass out and not. A, how about something very conscious, and that is let's get together, do our vision boards, the strategy of how we're going to help everybody manifest their dreams this year, especially in a spiritual way. I think that is so true. And I think for myself, you know, a validation 
that kind of stuff. I'm very visual. I have a photographic mind uh, going hand in hand with the clear. And and so I've always had a board, and what I've called it my dream board. And and like if I want a house, I put it on there. And you know, I just put I mix and match. It's kind of like all my life go on this one board, and I just manifest. And you know, I blow my the things that I can manifest within weeks. Within weeks, I mean, sometimes with days. But you know, it was it was just like amazes me. It's like I need a job. Okay, God, I need like make let's make sure this serves the higher good of all within 24 hours i'm like in full suit on a job it's like oh wow that was really amazing but i had it on my dream board it's like as soon as it goes up the power is already set to manifest and i always 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 recommend that when people one of the key phrases that i find gives me peace and allows to the outcome is always requesting that it serves of all and myself. So again, it serves whatever you I affirm I am manifesting blank. You fill that in. And then if it's for good of all and myself. And then it's kind of like what I tell my clients. I call it like our creator insurance policy. If it doesn't serve the greater good of all, it will in that form because you've requested if. It's a very request. And I think that that is a very powerful point that comes through the secret spiritual power and the law of attraction. I think at the, you know, in the very end of the book, very last statement I had read, I believe that what you said is to manifest in what serves the higher good of all. I can't exactly something to that effect. But I read it in your book and I was just so validated because that's just one of the key Lisa, that people don't grasp, at least the people that I'm working with, is it's manifest because the secret showed you that. But what you're bringing through in the message in this book and bringing through with my clients is it's important to be very conscious, to be very aware. Yesterday I had a client come in um, in Laguna Hills, this beautiful young woman. I really wanted to talk to my ex-boyfriend. I came and saw you. You told me that the energy was positive so that if I wanted to manifest it, that I could, and because I give very uh, free will, I lay out several choices, and then they have to choose, but I always recommend the choose. That's of the, the choice of all. That's kind of the one that lights up for me. And so she went home, and she chanted, because that's her form of manifestation, and he called within like a day. He or he, They emailed for like three weeks, and then he just stopped calling her yesterday and she says I need to know what happened and I looked at her and I said did you the intent that it serves the higher good of you and all well no I just really wanted to talk to him and I said okay let's manifest try it again and incorporate that and see what the outcome may be hopefully that's where she's at right now because then she can be at peace well if he never calls or emails at least she can know that there's something higher in store for her because intention and the request out to manifest with what serves the higher good of herself. So I think that that is just in some a beautiful message that comes through your book. It's a beautiful message.
clients and the audience and, of course, humbly myself, still needs repeatedly. And this I think is a, done- a, a way that differs from the secret book, too, the, the story said illustrates, is that there's a tendency to use a lot as if we know what we should have. Like your caller's like, well, I call, and she probably soon should keep calling, and who knows what else was in her ultimate desire. Maybe they'd or whatever, I don't know. But yes. what we tend to use the law of attraction is if we know what's best. Yes. Instead of leaving a little bit of room there still for spirit, said the greatest good of all, or or whatever is the greatest good of myself. And sometimes things look like they're very good. I had something happen at the beginning of this year that didn't look like it was very good. Ironically, I cathartic that experience into writing this book, and then the book one week by a publisher and then you know I spent the next four and a half months writing and editing it and then it was out in bookstores and on promoting it this was not at all what I my year was going to look like and what appeared appeared to be bad at the beginning of the year saying I have a better understanding of what this year is supposed to be about than you do cleared some things at the beginning of the year to prepare me for what the year was really so you use that word detachment. And detachment is so important in that we completely, but we don't hang on so much. You ever, you know, take a bunch of sand and put it in your hand too tight, all that sand's gonna run right out of your fingers. So the trick to really holding on is that just right, loosely enough that if it wants to stay there, it will stay there. Right that you squeeze it out too fast or where you just simply dump it on the ground. That's part of the manifestation process is holding it in such a way that you're still open to synchronicities, you're still open to an understanding that maybe spirit has or a higher, better path. You're still open to what it is that you're here to control. And you already said, Delphine, as well, the highest good. And so if that person isn't back into your life, well, then you bless the fact that you had that reconnection and you bless the meant to be the way it was supposed to be, and then you let it go. thing to be able to know how to do. Yes, yes, and I agree. And, and you know what it requires? Faith and a lot of trust and spirit. And so I find that people who are just in the beginning of the your book is an important tool for them to really grasp what we're saying in application because it will take feelings. Because I think, for example, my client, she was getting stuck in her feelings, so I had to kind of do some thought. I recommended your book. I told her to make sure to listen tonight and and just really just you know, people who aren't in the point of having that faith or trust or understand what we're talking about in knowing how to hold it but not be attached to it. Because what I found is when I hold pure faith, the universe or God blows my mind. Like comprehension of how what created could have come about, it's like miraculous. Really? Go ahead. It just, yeah, it's, no, it's just amazing. But then when I grip and I insist what it looks like, I receive. I am not willing to receive anything, and then I'm just that the universe failed me. Uh, if, if she is listening tonight, then I have a person. That is, uh, I don't know you exactly, but uh, probably what you're wanting to know, 
love is still there between you. And another message that I have in my book is that this idea out of love, I do not believe exists. Love is not a feeling. The love is a feeling, and I say I can't disagree more. Love goes beyond feelings. Love and is a quality of the soul. It's like the water in the ocean underneath the wave. You can simply, or all of us can simply tap into that deep abide. Then whether we feel in love or don't feel in love won't matter. We will know still there and still exists. And so the love between the two of you is there. It does exist. It seems to be apparent in the moment or not. So dive beneath the Become a deep sea diver in the ocean of love and just simply know that that and then you will experience that whether somebody is mad, loving attitudes towards you or not in your life. Very good. Thank you so much, Lisa, for bringing your beautiful messages, for sharing your revolutionary, you know, it's taken you so many years of accumulating and experiencing to really bring up powerful tool for many on their spiritual growth beyond the secret spiritual of attraction. Thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you, Dulcinea, and may your show be blessed. And may our listeners out there find that deep abiding love of spirit. And thank you for having me on the show. Wonderful. So I'd like to let our audience know Lisa has some upcoming speaking engagements. You can actually find them on her website www.drlisalove.com under speaking but she'll be there's a couple appearances in this up I'm looking in here January on the 10th first she'll be in Seattle on the 24th for an all-day workshop and just go ahead and share our speaking link on our website for any possibility uh, appearances in the book you can always follow her and, and I don't anybody like out there um, has uh, I'm also available for that as well. So yes, anybody in Sedona or any anybody in New York, Chicago, Oregon, Washington, wherever you may be, contact Lisa, and you can her via her website. Some announcements before we. A powerful healer friend of mine is hosting a, an exciting healing journey to Thailand. It's of February, and it will go through March 12, 2008. She currently. And she is hosting this three weeks of bliss, healing, exploration, and native offering unique, unique technique and healing guidance in the world. Space is limited to 10 and will include travel throughout northern Thailand. If you or someone you know is interested, please call Kamala at 805-895-1330. Or feel free to email me, Dulcinea, at lightforallmail.com. Again, that's lightforall at gmail. I'll be glad to get you that information. And additionally, please explore the Evolution Archive shows with inspirational authors that can be found on the Evolution homepage. The archive shows are free. They are available 24 hours. And you can either just listen at the moment for some inspiration or you can feel free to upload a 
which is also free, for later listening. The archives include Amazing a Talent, Weigel, with her humorous approach to life's challenges and opportunities, tuned. Betty Young's latest book release, The House That Love Built, based on humanity founders, the Fullers, and their 30 years of that development of that organization. Taylor Wilshire and her fun novel, The What If Guy, based on the true miracles and some experiences throughout one's life. And Paula Marie Jackson, affirmations, beautiful photos with love and light. Please share with others who may desire to join Evolution Revolution in the future and listen experiences, tell them where to find us and how to listen. We'd love to have them join us. Offering a holiday special to the first 10 people who contact me via email about scheduling a gift certificate for themselves or for another for an intuitive clairvoyant reading. They make great gifts for family and friends, and I love to do phone readings or in-person readings with people all over. Please contact me at lightforall at Com. Thank you for joining Evolution Revolution this evening with our guest, Dr. Lisa Love, with Beyond the Secret, her recent very successful Please join me for the upcoming guest on Thursday, December 27th, Skinner, an author, clairvoyant, spiritual teacher, and healer, to share her wisdom and about her up-and-coming book release, The Complete Idiot's Guide to Sex Astrology you joining us. Happy holidays. I wish you all abundant peace and light. Angel blessings. Good night.